Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haney. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Featured Artist Friday. It's Weezer. Chosen by you, the people. Anything you want to hear from them, send your song request. Plaza for text line at 410-583-1057. In honor of the Orioles winning the American League East for the first time in nine years, uh, Nolan's going to sing We Are the Champions later on in the show. So uh, stay tuned for that. But the Ravens trying to bounce back after a very disappointing loss, I would say, at home to the Colts. Had many opportunities to win. Obviously lost in OT. Now it's off to Cleveland where they're three-point underdogs. Here to preview that matchup from the Baltimore Banner on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's Jonas Schaefer. Jonas, good morning. What's going on? Morning, guys. My name is indeed Jonas. So uh, great job on the song cue. <laughs> now, the Ravens. Injury report this week has been rather interesting. And, you know, some guys haven't returned, but some have. And in particular, Marcus Williams. I mean, we're talking about him what, last week, two weeks ago. as a guy that might be getting season-ending surgery. Now he's out there practicing fully. And Gus Edwards in protocol. He's practiced fully. So talk about those returns and how it bodes for Sunday. And then, of course, the guys who haven't been back and probably grim diagnosis moving ahead, at least for this weekend. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious to get a hold of John Harbaugh at the post-practice pressers today and ask him about Marcus Williams because I thought that it would be a string of limited participations for him. I mean, obviously – you come back from something that was as serious as maybe requiring surgery, season-ending surgery at that. I thought it would have been far off possibility that he could have played this weekend. But if he's a full participant, then that's a pretty good sign that he's got at least got a pretty good shot at doing it. And obviously, uh, we haven't had the chance to talk to him. Don't know if a you know serious pec injury would require him to wear a harness, you know, for the for the rest of the season. Uh, nor do I know just how much of a hindrance that might be, but. The fact that he's back so soon, I mean, it was a week one injury. We thought it would be you know, months at the, at the very least uh, before he was would be back. And here it is, week four, and maybe he's going to give it a go. So great sign for him, a good sign for, for Gus Edwards that, you know, uh, just from how John Harbaugh has described it, maybe never really went into the, you know, concussion protocol. Uh, you know, John basically kind of indicated on Monday that he was still being evaluated, but that there wasn't really anything too serious going on. And then, He's out there Wednesday, Thursday, full participant. So great sign for the Ravens running backs, especially with Justice Hill maybe progressing toward being good to go. I'm still TBD on that. Obviously, you don't want to rush anyone with a toe injury back before they're ready. But I think if you have Gus and you feel much better about that running game uh, than otherwise, because I just don't want to rely. If I'm John Harbaugh and Melvin Gordon and Kenyon Drake and 
God knows who else. Uh, obviously, the wide receiver situation is a little bit iffy. I don't think we'll see Odell Beckham Jr. or Rashad Bateman out there just, you know, haven't been practicing. So unless they make a miraculous comeback on the practice still today, I think it's pretty safe to say that they'll be ruled out. And same deal goes for outside linebacker with uh, Adafi Owe not having practiced, David Ajabo being listed not only with the ankle, but the knee injury as well. So you are probably going to have to deal, uh, you know, with uh, the Browns without them. Uh, you know, obviously the, the big question there is, has Kyle Van Noy ramped up enough to get himself, you know, 10, 20 snaps? I feel like if Jason Pierre-Paul did it last year, then Kyle Van Noy can do it this year. But, you know, I, I don't know where he is physically. So uh, a lot of, you know, a little more injury for a typical Friday post-practice presser with John Hoffman. Hey, Jonas, I, I would say, like, if I could just say just – one key to this whole thing, you know, for the Ravens to win this game, if Lamar can be 90% on his decision-making, right? Because I think last week he he missed a lot. He missed a lot of reads, you know, on the run reads he missed a lot, and I think he missed a lot of pass reads last week. Yeah, and the – surprising thing I would say about Cleveland's defensive dominance so far is that they've done all this record-breaking stuff without forcing a lot of turnovers. I think it's... They're on uh, minus five. Yeah, I think they, they have just two takeaways, uh, which is just incredible. You would think that a, a defense with their pass rushing, with their speed, with, with their ability to get hands on balls would have more, uh, but they don't, and maybe they're saving them for the Ravens, which would be a, a bad, bad sign. Um, but you know, it's going to be tough. It's, this is going to be really, really tough on, on Lamar because they don't need to blitz Lamar. They don't need to blitz anyone to get pressure on the quarterback, but Jim Schwartz has them, I believe top 10 in blitz rate. And when they do blitz, they're freaking outstanding behind it because Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, Martin Emerson, I believe all of them have allowed a catch rate under 50%. Grant Delphit is playing like the boss he was at LSU. So, you know, the Ravens are kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. And, you know, as you said, it, it's on Lamar to just take the stuff that's there, mm-hmm. try to improvise, but not force it. Because if he thinks that, you know, scrambling on every third down is going to get him, you know, first down, it, it's not. It's just because, you know, he might be out outsped. Uh, you know, he can be outraced there on the edges by a, a guy like uh, Jer- Jeremiah Wissakoromo. He's, I think, probably faster than Lamar at this point in Lamar's career. The the other thing that's a little nerve-wracking to me, uh, Jonas, is with Bateman and OBJ out, I mean, this is a game where receivers got a chance to make plays because they're going to play a ton of man coverage, you know, and having Aguilar, I think, is okay, you know, speed-wise. But then, you know, Flowers will be great. Um, but then who else are they going to, cause Wallace is out. I'm Duvernay. He's had four targets and basically you could say he's had four drops. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be a game with a lot of 12 personnel. I think it has to be, uh, you know, obviously you don't like the odds of Isaiah likely, you know, getting these condensed formations and blocking no. these Browns linebackers. No. Um, but they, if Greg Roman found a way to make it work last year, then it's on Todd Monken to find a way to make it work this year. And I, I do think one positive development from the Todd Monken presser yesterday was him saying without really any prompting, like, hey, 
this is the best Mark Andrews has looked since preseason. And I, I think, you know, he was productive in week two when he came back. He was, uh, you know, I think, you know, kept under wraps for the most part in week three. But Mark Andrews usually knows ways to solve these AFC North defenses. Obviously, it's a different situation with Jim Schwartz being in his first year there. And, uh, you know, Cleveland has speed all over. And, you know, Grant Delpit might be the, the perfect guy that the Browns want to cover a guy like Mark Andrews if it's in zone or a man. But I, I think the Ravens have to get, you know, a 100-plus yard game from him to, to have a real shot at coming out of this with a win. And the other thing, Jonas, is is not having Chubb. I mean, when you watch film on Chubb, you, you just – you appreciate the things that he can do. I mean, he's fast. He's so strong in the lower body and breaks so many tackles, you know, and that's the thing that they'll be missing. They're not going to be as good in the run game. And I think their offensive line are much better run blockers than pass blockers. Uh, it's actually interesting that you bring that up, Andy, because you know, I, I don't know how much you, you trust the ESPN pass rush, you know, win rate, run block, win rate stuff. But trust my eyes when I watch film. That's what I trust. <laughs> I figured you go there. But ESPN, they have Cleveland's pass block win rate, I think, top five, and their run block win rate, like, bottom 10, bottom 12. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, you know, the strength of that rushing offense, at least along the offensive line, is up the, is up the middle with Petonio, Pozik, Teller. But that's where the Ravens – our strongest, you know, I, I would, I would take Travis Jones, Michael Pierce, Justin Matabike, you know, all those dudes over pretty much any interior yeah. run stuff in group in the NFL. And, you know, as you mentioned, Nick Chubb is a dude who, when he runs, like whenever, whenever I watch him break tackles, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's the guy who's never skipped leg day in his life. Right. And I, I don't think Cleveland with all due respect to Kareem Hunt and, you know, Ford and strong or whoever's, whoever's back there, can can hold a hand can hold a hand can hold a candle to Nick Chubb and the Ravens for the most part have done a good job against Nick Chubb in the past. I think his, his average is like 65, 75 yards per game. So they won't need to worry about you know playing with heavy boxes. They can you know drop seven if, if they feel like it, you know if they feel comfortable with it. They can do whatever they need to to take away Amari Cooper and force Deshaun Watson into that frazzled mode mm-hmm. where he just looks completely out of sorts. So I think it's, you know, if Nick Chubb is on this Browns offense, I probably would make them, you know, AFC North favorites just based on, on how they're looking right now defensively. But without him, I, I think that, that Cleveland offense, despite what they showed on Sunday against Tennessee, is still pretty rickety. All right, Jonas, real quick, confidence level on the Ravens pulling off the victory in Cleveland Sunday is what? I Low but not super low. I think it's going to be a close game all the way through. Um, my, my pick is Browns 20, Ravens 17. I just think that the injuries at this point are too much to bear. You know, we don't know if Ronnie Stanley's going to be out there. We think Tyler Linderbaum probably will be, but just with the injuries of running back, wide receiver, and just you know the ways that this Cleveland defense can expose even the, 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 the least vulnerable offenses, I think it's just going to be a little bit too much. I think you know, they'll get a couple turnovers, they'll get a couple short field positions, and that's going to be what they'll need to escape, or not to escape, but to have that, that, that game with a win. Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner, covers the Ravens. Jonas, appreciate it as always. Enjoy your weekend.
Thanks, guys. Be Thanks, good. Jonas. Jonas Schaefer. Baltimore Banner, when we come back, he was on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Whip around what happened in the world of sports last night. What happened historically. Some cool stuff. We'll talk about that. Stay tuned. Keith Cavanaugh. TerribleTimes.com, Maryland. 14.5-point favorites over Indiana. Game you can hear. 105.7 The Fan. Maryland has not started 5-0 and since 2001. When Sean Hill and Bruce Perry and E.J. Henderson were leading Maryland to the ACC Championship and the Orange Bowl. Can they get that? No, they better get that or we'll all be running hot on my... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. All right, time for the whip around video at 81057. The fan will talk more about this coming up with Keith Cavanaugh. Terps host Indiana tomorrow, 3.30 kickoff, CQ Stadium. Maryland 4-0, trying to get to 5-0 for the first time. 22 years, Indiana is 2-2. Beat Akron in quadruple overtime last week. They're 2-2. Maryland 14.5 point favorites. Does Maryland need to beat them by more than the spread? I mean, a win's a win, but... If you're going to Columbus next week, wouldn't you want to come off, I would think, Vinny, a puffy pants hammer time situation? Ohio State beat them 23-3 in Bloomington to open the season. So, yeah, I mean, you want to continue to keep stacking good performances and consistent performances. So, yeah, you would like to come out and have a real good performance going into and gaining confidence for next week. Ryder Cup right now. Europe, they swept the foursomes to start Ryder Cup. It's 4 nothing uh, Europe over the USA. I got to be honest with you, I have no idea what four ball means. I don't either. But uh, Europe must be doing well at it because they're cheering over there. <laughs> I looked it up. It's a format. Okay. Uh, Two-man team, so four balls in play. Oh. Each, everyone plays their own ball. And what's the point uh, quota well, for this? It's like uh, match-based. So yeah. I guess they've won four. Oh, jeez. Oh, Someone chipped in. Rom did. John Rom. Rom. That's bad. That the thing boot. had a lot of pace on it, too. It, lucky it hit the stick. Yeah. So uh, right now, USA, USA is kind of getting worked by Europe in the Ryder Cup in this last over the weekend. 
They need 14 and a half points. The U.S. needs 14 to retain said Ryder Cup. And based on, I'm not an expert on golf by any stretch of the imagination. But that means they need 10 and a half points, I guess, moving forward here to achieve victory. So the Ryder Cup's happening. We have golf updates coming your way. Matter of fact, we have one coming up in a couple of minutes. So stay tuned for that. Mega fight. Tomorrow in Las Vegas, Canelo Alvarez, the super middleweight, undisputed champ, taking on Jamel Charlo. The well, He's got one loss and a draw. He offends the loss and the draw with both by knockout. He is the undisputed junior middleweight championship. I keep thinking, and I love the Charlo brothers. They're my two favorite fighters. I mean, we can debate that. You know, it's just a matter of preference and taste. But when I think of Jamel Charlo, as great as he is, going up two weight classes, I keep thinking of Kell Brook seven years ago going up against Triple G. Kell Brook was undefeated welterweight champ and literally got his face broke, his orbital bone. He was never the same after that. But Charlo physically, maybe not in weight, is taller by like two inches, has a longer reach, and he's got the frame to carry that buck 68, probably won't come in at that I want Charlo to win. I think Canelo does. Maybe by late stoppage. Uh, the Charlo, Charlo's never tasted canvas, but Canelo's uh, kind of a beastly guy. But I'm rooting for Jermel Charlo. If you want to have an opinion on that one, I'm sure you're doing it. Share with us. Feel free to do so. This day, well, last night, Stanley Cup, not Stanley Cup, NHL preseason caps beat the Detroit 4-3. to Backstrom, Wilson, Sandine, and Carlson all score. Spencer Carberry era has begun. NHL season is upon us. Hey, Wilson's back. Healthy Wilson is great. A lot of age, however, on this Capitals team. A lot of age. A lot of age. Backstrom, Ovi. They got a lot of mid-30. A lot of guys over 30 years old, Bob. It's gonna, and, they, and they're in a really, really tough division. Coming off a season in which they didn't even make the Stanley Cup yeah. playoffs. No, I'm guessing is... that's probably where they're headed. Really? Yeah. I don't think they'll make it again. There's too many other good teams. Yeah, even the goalie situation is a little aged at this time. Everything is eight. Yeah. It's all about Ovi. Where's my boy Vanichet when yeah. you need him? It's all about Ovi breaking, you know, he's, <laughs> if he can get 40 goals this year, then he's gets even that much closer. All right, this day in Orioles history, it's uh, September 29th. Happy birthday to my mom, Cass Haney, 83. Brian Fury, what's happening? Happy 57th birthday to you. I've known Brian Fury since we were in our early 20s. And happy birthday to Chuck Sapienza. Yeah, Not sucking birthday. up to Chuck, just saying happy birthday because it's your birthday. Right. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Uh, 1974. Memorial Stadium. Boot Powell walks with the bases loaded. Paul Blair scores. Bottom of the ninth. Walk off walk. Orioles edge the Brujas 4-3. Grant Jackson gets the win. Orioles on the first would clinch the American League East. Now, this is, they would win the four of the first five AL East. They've won five since then, including last night. But we're going to be off. Well, we'd be doing Baltimore game day uncensored on Sunday. But... Orioles would clinch the East Sunday. So uh, this was a huge win for them in that process. 2012, Nolan, you were alive for this one. Oriole Park, Camden Yards. Chris Davis, two-run Jack. Manny Machado, rookie. He goes yard. Tommy Hunter gets the win. Jim Johnson, 49th save. Orioles edge the Red Sox 4-3. to This Orioles team will be clinching the wild card. 
coming up in a couple of days, coming out of nowhere. 2016 Rogers Center. Hyun Soo Kim, Manny Machado, Weeders, Michael Bourne, Bourne Identity, all had ribbies. Obaldo Jimenez goes six and two-thirds of one hit ball. Orioles beat Toronto four zip. That team would clinch in a couple of days on their way to the wild card, the one and done. They lost to Toronto. But last night, Major League Baseball, you know, Phillies playing against Pirates. Bryce Harper's at bat. Everything looked pretty cool. Looked like he had just walked on a 3-2 pitch. And then you know, maybe the worst official in all of sports did what he normally does. 3-2 pitch. It's low and in. Ball. Oh, they said he went around. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's going to be out of this game if he keeps this up. He is out of this game. It just seems like every single time he is on the bases or behind the plate, there's always an issue. Yeah. So, if either he's on the bases or behind the plate, <laughs> there's nowhere else to put <laughs> right. it. He's on the field. It's Angel Hernandez. Do yourself a favor. Google it. YouTube it. The highlight. What even close to being no. a strike. No. And then Angel Hernandez rings this guy up. Vinny, from an NFL perspective, was there an official referee who was so bad and you were just, like, wondering why? I mean, the umpires union is obviously very strong because C.B. Buckner, Laz Diaz, among others. There was a guy that used to be an umpire in the American League back back in the olden days. His name was Russ Getz. His nickname was Rough Guess. Because <laughs> yeah, he was clueless. I don't remember anybody... Being like that in the NFL, you know, uh, no. we know Angel Hernandez more than we know half the players in no, Major yeah. League Baseball, which is a terrible, terrible thing. But uh, Bryce Harper got tossed, then tossed his helmet into the stands, and then a kid caught it, and Bryce Harper autographed it for him <laughs> after the <laughs> nice. game. So that was cool. So Angel Hernandez, I don't know you personally. I'm sure you're a nice man and uh, pleasant in the community. But, you know, if I sucked at sports talk, and a lot of people think I do, but if I really did, I wouldn't be doing it anymore. So, I don't get it. Well, we come back. Let's hope he doesn't have the O's series. And remember, he sued baseball, too. <laughs> yes. And lost that as well. <laughs> when we come back, Keith Cavanaugh preview Maryland, Indiana. And I guess Maryland got some tough recruiting news basketball-wise. He'll talk about that, too. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Sports Pulse of Baltimore. 105.7 The Fan. Vinnie and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Featured artist Friday, it's Weezer. Bob Haiti, Vinnie Serrato, Nolan McGraw is on the other side of the glass. Orioles have won the East. Still got three games left. Baltimore baseball tonight, live from Pickles. Me and Mike Bordick getting you ready to rock and roll. Six o'clock celebration of Jim Palmer's 60 years. 
in the organization. Nolan McGraw is going to be there as well. Ravens three-point dogs at Cleveland. Got news from the Nets, top of the hour. Merrill at 14.5-point favorites over Indiana. You can hear that game on the fan. Here to talk about that and basketball recruiting from TerrapinTimes.com. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Keith Cavanaugh. Keith, what is up? Good morning, guys. Yeah, what that line started at 16 and a half. I thought that was a little too generous. Um, this week, guys, you know, Maryland's going to face their toughest defense and their best opposing coach. So we're still looking for that complete game, as Loxley even said this week. He said walking off the field at Sparty, he felt they kind of lost the game in ways. So the good news is they're 4-0, great chance to be 5-0. and They went out on the road and won a league game. They're ranked 29th in the country. They got the second-best offense and the first, uh, the number-one-ranked turnover differential, and they're turning these turnovers into points. They're converting them. But we're still looking kind of for two complete halves, four complete quarters. <laughs> they just got out of sync in that second half um, at Michigan State. But they're proving resilient. You know, in the in the first half, Sparty did everything to give that game away. The second half, Maryland did everything to give that way, game away. But in the end, the five turns, you know, the sudden change plays. But the O-line's got to pick it up. You can't have Roman Hemby rushing 10 times for 12 yards and expect to start, um, you know, winning these games now against the big boys. Hey, you talk about Hemby, the allocation of carries with the running backs. What's uh, Coach Loxley looking for with that? Well, you know, Hemby was a little nicked in that game, injured. Uh, Jack Howes, their kicker, he was nicked and really wasn't supposed to go. He hit the 48 or yard, 41 yarder, but he shanked the 29 yarder. So both, hopefully, both those guys will be back um, okay this week. You know, one day Colby's hot, and Littleton, then Hemby. We need to see Hemby, you know, reeling off 100 yard games. Uh, that's the nature of him, uh, his ability. But uh, two familiar faces coming back this weekend. Walt Bell, Terps former OC, uh, now the OC with Indiana, and Chad Wild, our former D-line coach, is their D coordinator. But Walt has not been able to get the redshirt freshman Taven Jackson and their standout running back J- Jalen Lucas really on track yet. Now they're going to run a spread. Uh, they're going to do option, RPO. Um, he's a dangerous pass-run kid, but he's only a you know redshirt freshman. Their offense is pretty anemic. However, defensively, they only allowed 23 to Ohio State. They allowed 21 to Louisville. They've played a good early slate. Their defense is good. These games, though, tend to – Maryland tends to score a lot of points. They tend to be track meets uh, with Indiana. Um, but this is – you know, this is a pivotal part in the season. Get to five and zero, take care of business. You, you know, you're not going to go out and beat Ohio State, I doubt. Uh, though they've come close before, a piggy layup uh, a few years ago away from uh, shocking them here, and then hopefully again be seven and one going into Penn State. But we're looking for a little more focus, a little more consistency, half to half, not playing down, and the O line has just got to uh, get a little bit better supporting Leah and the run game. Hey, uh, Keith, now, you know, you talk about the O-line. I mean, is it talent? Is it development? Or because we talk about it every week with the O-line. Is it they're just not good enough? Every year almost. Yeah, it's been misses in recruiting. It's been guys, you know, two starters off this year, two presumptive starters off this year line bolted. Um, Colton Deary and Mason Lunsford in the offseason in the portal. One to – where did Deary went to where TCU and uh, Luncher went to LSU and both are backups. So there's two starters right there. 
you lost two starters and Duncan and Anderson to the NFL. So you have all a bunch of new guys, um, either a freshman, former walk on tight end over at Fagan at right tackle. And you got a bunch of, um, you know, D2 and uh, NAI transfers. So all new guys with the exception of glaze, uh, the left side's clearly been better. The interiors where they've been lacking and flip-flopping Harris and, um, Purcell at center, uh, but it's going to be an ongoing issue. I'd like to see the play calling get a little more creative, a little more quick action to a three-step drop, more screens, more sweeps, um, more misdirection. I don't know if they've sh- not, they're holding back and they haven't shown everything yet offensively or whatnot, <laughs> but uh, it, it got a little stale in that second half um, where they really just couldn't sustain anything. But, you know, thank goodness, you know, teams, good teams find ways to win and all those picks and turnovers, sudden change and converting them. Uh, that was very good to see. Now, Keith, you know, it'll be interesting, you know, because Indiana has not left the state of Indiana to play a game yet. So, I, I mean, this is their first yeah. road trip. So, you know, in an opposing crowd. So, you know, and it's going to be a pretty decent crowd, correct? Yeah, it should be. It's family weekend. The weather's supposed to be nice. I mean, they are 4-0, chance to be 5-0. and Maybe if they win, they'll get to 26th or 25th in the rankings. The latest bowl projection has them, what, the Music City Bowl in Nashville. So, yeah, there's a lot of good news. A um, bunch of recruits will be out there. Still waiting for another elite local to pop to Maryland. It hasn't happened yet. Still no new commitments since last week. Unfortunately, basketball will lose today. Maybe he's already announced Matthew Hodge. Four-star power forward out of Pennsylvania. Um, he uh, will expect to announce for Villanova today over Maryland. But Bob's boy, Boogie Flan, the yes. five-star point guard from New York, is visiting this weekend. And I still feel really good about Derek Queen, who's the key to the class, the six-nine big man, and FEO Soli Oju, I still feel good about. Um, but Hodge, unfortunately, I think um, want to stay closer to home, want a smaller type campus environment. So I think Villanova will be the call later today if he already hasn't put in something out this morning on social media. Um, so big week for Terps here. You know, um, basketball starting more in earnest. Their preseason workouts now. Everybody's looking good. Um, so um, need a big win tomorrow at home, and then get the that Ohio State games now moved to the Fox National TV game. So pretty much every game's been on national TV. So time to shine indeed and take that next step. And again, put two complete halves together. Keith Cavanaugh, TerribleTimes.com. Keith, as always, appreciate your time. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next Friday. All right. Likewise, guys. Take care. All right, Keith. Keith Cavanaugh. It's video at 8105.7. The fan will come back. Funhouse trip. Nolan McGraw. News from the Nets coming up at noon. Going to hear from Todd Munkin talking about his offense. Already hearing Todd Roman. As uh, the new nickname for Todd Munkin is that fair by herself, 1215. Rich Dubroff, BaltimoreBaseball.com. We'll talk about the Orioles winning the American League's Eastern Division Championship and how Brandon Hyde might navigate his uh, rotation heading into the Division Series. After the Red Sox this weekend, Orioles are off till next Saturday when they'll be the home team ALDS opponent to be determined. And Tyler Wells, is he the new closer? Or is it still closer by committee? Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 Fan. Weezer, featured artist Friday. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, playing the hits. 
more you listen to the songs, the more you go, oh, that's right, that is Weezer. And this is one of their early big ones. Anything from them, two more hours to go, 410-583-1057 is the number. Baltimore baseball tonight, live from Pickles, hopefully outside, because there's no rain in the forecast. Me, Mike Bordick, and Nolan McGraw getting you ready for the uh, final regular season BBT of 2023. The postseason BBTs will start on October the 10th. There could be a surprise worked in there somewhere. It all depends on the schedule Mm -hmm. and how it can work for us logistically here. On 105.7 The Fan News from the Nest coming up next as we're going to listen to the coordinators here, Todd Munkin. Yeah, he's not under fire, right? That's unfair, but no. people are wondering where all the offense is, I guess, through three weeks. Well, it's it's kind of a work in progress. And, and, you know, you don't have your left tackle, you don't have your center, you don't have two wide receivers, you don't have your running backs, you know, and then you got a quarterback that's learning, you know, and he kind of controls the ship. So, yeah, it's still it's still a working we see flashes you know like the first two series awesome then you know then it disappears i mean we we need kind of like the same thing we were talking about with the terps about you know great one half bad the next it's got to be consistent that's the thing best teams are the ones that can keep stacking series after series quarter after quarter so we hear from monkin coming up here in a few let's bring nolan mcgraw in quick draw how you feeling still feeling good been thinking about it since we open the show here. The difference between 2014 and this year, Orioles winning the AL East. What feels different about this year? And kind of take yourself back to 2014. As great as it was that they won the division that year, it almost felt like you caught the Yankees, the Red Sox, everyone else on a down year. No one else from the AL East made the playoffs that season. Yankees finished second with like 84 wins. So you felt like, okay, the stars aligned here. They had their year, but then it was back to reality. Well, in fairness, though, in 14, Davis got suspended, missed the last month of the season and the playoffs. Manny got hurt mm-hmm. and missed basically the most of the second half of the season. Weeders got hurt. So they were without Chris Davis, Manny Machado, and Matt Weeders going into the playoffs. So Ryan Flaherty, Nick Hunley, Caleb Joseph, there were a lot of unsung hero types that helped them get to where they got. And everybody thought they were going to lose to Detroit in the divisional series, and they wound up sweeping the Tigers. Delman Young, the the hit that will last forever at Camden Yards to win game two. So it's not like they were even at full strength going into the postseason that year. Well, make no mistake. I mean, they're a great team. But as far as this year compared to then, I think right now you're with, uh, witnessing a real changing of the guard in the ALEs. This is the Orioles' division. Uh, From this, here on out. This, oh, I mean, this the sustainable, the, again, <laughs> paying people will get to that in a couple of years when it becomes a real problem. Most of their guys are in controllable parts of their career. They don't have to worry about anything in regards to, like Manny was always breathing down the, the neck of free agency. And I remember John Angelo saying two years before he was in, even eligible, they probably weren't going to be able to afford to pay him. We're still three, four years away from that even being part of the reality. And they signed that 30-year lease, too. So pretty cool night for the birds. Very cool. And you look quickly around the rest of the division because I'm mainlining the Kool-Aid today, the orange Kool-Aid. I don't care. Yankees, terrible roster. (laughs) 
fired their manager, GM on the hot seat. Blue Jays, extreme underachievers, even if they make the wild card. I don't care. Boone got fired? He's going to. Oh, uh, okay. You, you think? You book it. Uh, oh, damn. Red Sox, same as the Yankees. They stink. Oh, Frank fuck, they, J- Judge, Judge wants Cashman gone and Boone to stay. Well, there's your captain. Well, something's got to hey, happen. Hey, I'm sure whoever the new manager will love his 120 games that he plays next year. Red Sox in the same boat as the Yankees fired their GM. They stink. Money issues. Uh, Rays, as good as they are, extremely injured. A lot of Tommy John surgeries. That'll affect them next year. Oh, and their highest paid contract, <laughs> the best player on their team, is an absolute scumbag and should never play baseball again. Oh, wow. So, what, about the, what about the Blue Jays? You call Blue, them? They're extreme underachievers. And the Orioles yeah. own, own them. All right, well. Before you start popping off too much, right now Toronto would be in the playoffs and uh, and the Orioles have owned them, as yeah. you said, this year. But anything can happen in a short series. Five-game series? That's a short series. Well, Orioles sweep them in three. Okay, well, boy. Jesus. Somebody has doused you yeah. in the orange Kool-Aid. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan, Nolan McGraw, is running extremely positive about his birds. The other birds, they're taking on Cleveland, the Ravens, that is. And they're three-point dogs at the Browns. News from the Nets coming up next. Buy or sell. Where's our weekend money? Hopefully, we're counting it at 12.15. And then Rich Dubroff will talk about the Orioles, the season that was in the division. By the way, they play great against the AL East. But now you're looking ahead to the playoffs. Tyler Wells, what we saw last night, is that what we'll see in the postseason? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 